Previously on Dice Paper Roll. From the top of the tower, Snatch appeared sick. The bard had a feeling he was up to his tricks. Up walls, over rooftops, through alleys of stone. To meet with Whistler, Snatch appeared alone. But above in the shadows, a tiefling was watching, appalled at the treatment of her favourite Snatchling. The bard with a song thought she'd float that white elf, but quarrels are sharp and pierced the bard's stealth. The deal it was soured, the halfling uncowered, so Nim with a sharp knife over him towered. To force his compliance, Snatch's brother was threatened. The rogue reluctantly shook hands with those cretins. With his fresh new grill, Elan set off from the smithy. No more jokes on his lisp. They were getting kind of pithy. Thandor met with Vence, who had a message to convey. Voth and the Fist were just three weeks away. With hope in his heart, he searched the war lion's room. But what he found inside, it filled him with gloom. Inside of Voth's chambers, a chest filled with lies. Thandor was broken, and tears filled his eyes. Welcome back to another episode of Dice Paper Roll. You are joining us at episode number 29. We are in the pod cave. The pod cave. Tasty, toasty pod cave. In the pod cave. My name is Emil and I'm playing Brackeye, the Goliath Barbarian. My name is Dan and I'm playing Thandor, the human fighter and cleric of Tempest. I'm Jack and I'm playing Ariki's song, who sounds a little like this. I'm a tiefling bard. <laughs> A little, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hey everyone, my name is Ben and I'm playing Snatch, who sounds a little like this. I'm an halfling rogue. And my name is Greg, I'm playing Aelan, Aaron, Aeon, an Asimar Sorcerer of Helm, and I'm also the Dungeon Master. What does a Dungeon Master sound like? <laughs> Unlimited power! <laughs> you are like tiny little ants. I cross you! So, uh, Arikis, you head down to the Guild of Phoenix. Um, the tavern stands where it did before, the early morning. Oh, it's early morning. Yeah. <laughs> Straight <laughs> yeah. after breakfast. Pubs, pubs known for their early morning antics. Yep. There's breakfast being served and mugs of breakfast ale. Nothing like breakfast ale when you're a refugee <laughs> in a city that's about to be invaded by goblins. All right. So I walk in. Um... Uh, well, first of all, I check if the door's open because it surprises me that it would be open. At you this go time. up to the door, uh, and it is open. <laughs> you open the door, uh, and inside the the tavern is the familiar layout. The tables are mostly empty, but a few people are uh, feasting on cold meats and cheese and ale for breakfast before they set about their day. Uh, and uh, the familiar form of the innkeeper Begran uh, strides up to you. Hello, then. Hello. Oh, you're that tiefling bard, Arikis. Hey. You played that rocking night here once. Everyone was pretty liberal with the coin. <laughs> I, yes, we did quite well, didn't we, you and me? Wink. Uh, yes. So, breakfast or...? Oh, uh, actually, I was just coming to see how the mood was around here. You know, we've got the goblins coming later and... Yeah, the things got pretty dark in the city. There's a lot of people and, uh, you know, not a lot of them have enough money to come into the Gilded Phoenix. I was wondering, maybe, if it's all right with you, if maybe I could come and help improve the mood a little. Well, always welcome a bard of your calibre. Excellent. Um, And uh, Ariki just finishes talking without saying anything and goes and stands on the stage and starts playing. 
Okay, uh, awesome. Um, yeah. A breakfast tune. Yeah. Rock out. Yeah. <laughs> Give I me just, a perform check. I just uh, like the idea of you finished talking without saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted to describe that for the listeners. No, thank yeah. you. You just stop talking and walk away. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. Just left just standing walk there. Off on him. <laughs> he puts his he puts his little uh, menu pad, his little <laughs> order pad away in his in his apron and just sort of watches he shakes his head as yeah. you <laughs> step up onto stage. Uh, what's 7 plus 8? That's 15. Yeah, so you uh, rip out a tune. Maybe not appropriate for breakfast uh, music. It's well, a little heavy. So this is what I was thinking. It goes a little something like this. You need courage, my friends. Courage to come up against the oncoming horde. And you need a story told by a bard. Do we? Oh, I, you do. Go on, then. Thank you. Um, yeah, it gives a story already. We're waiting. <laughs> uh, I'm going to finish my breakfast soon. <laughs> there are five companions walking through the forest. And in that forest, there is a darkness. And I tell the story of us. Etc, etc. Awesome. So Seven hours later. <laughs> <laughs> you start the epic up in the morning and uh, people leave, come and go, and during the day and uh, <laughs> Begran, you're not sure if he's feeling sorry for you or <laughs> just keeps bringing you pints of, of drink to uh, wet your throat as you continue this tale and brings you a stool out eventually yeah. so you can have a bit of a sit down. Yeah. Um, but people start coming and going in the tavern, but the numbers build over the day until yeah. uh, by the evening you have a, a crowd that uh, fills the, the tavern and spills out onto the street uh, and they're hanging on your every word. So we'll just leave you there for now. Can I just ask a question? Of course. I wanted to finish the story or one of the stories with the talk of the shield that was rumoured. Okay. So like a, a, a poem about that or something. Excellent. That just like... So when you finish it, yeah, well, yeah, then yeah. you can bring that up yeah. and then we'll do that in the next bit. Real nice. Sounds good. Mm. Sounds real good. Um, snatch. You head out after breakfast towards Beldafs. Yes, I do. All right, you easily navigate your way there. You're becoming quite familiar with the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the familiar house sits in its large sort of walled garden. Mm-hmm. And Still hasn't done anything about this bloody mess out front. Remember yeah. the messy garden? I, me- I remember it because I came up with it anyway. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you think that as you approach through the messy garden. I'm uh, just hands in the pocket, whistling. Uh, fucking mess. <laughs> Yes, it's a it's a messy garden. As you approach, you hear the um, the rasp of rusty shears, uh, and you come across the form of the kobold clucks. Oh, top of the morning to you, there, clucks. How are you today? He's wielding these rusty cicatures, trying to cut down their hedges and failing miserably. Um, Better be careful; they don't come to life, eh, clucks? Eh? What does he sound like? Ah, uh, fuck. Clucks! Clucks is hopeless! Like a uh, dobby or something. Oh, right. All right. Oh, hello, yeah. Master Zach. Monty Python. Anything Monty Python is good. Every time. Hello. Yes. How are you this morning? Ah, Master. Master Snatch, I'm good, Dave. You come for... Uh, I'm looking for Master the Beldaf. Yeah, Master Beldaf. Yes, the Phoenix is inside. Oh, may I go in? Feel free to use the dockers. Oh, I, I intend to. Ah, everybody does. <laughs> and yeah, here Snatch go <laughs> as he climbs up and uh, tweaks the nipple on the knockers. And the the that's what we said. It's continuity. <laughs> you guys did it last episode. He knocks on the knockers <laughs> uh, and the door opens in front of you. All right. Yep. There's the inside a large uh, entry chamber, a stairwell leading up. Mm. Looks uh, looks nice. I walk in and... Beldaf! Beldaf! Mornings! Master um, Snatch here. Ah, uh, Snatch. Ah. Oh, Beldaf. What are you... Uh, that's, that's my name. What are you doing here? Have I caught him at a bad time? Has he got his mask on or off? Uh, the mask is off. Beldaf is standing at the top of the steps, uh, a pair of uh, spectacles perched on his burnt face, his grotum-like uh, burnt uh, scalp rippling in the morning light as the door closes behind you. Uh, in his right hand, he, he's wearing a uh, smoking jacket or robe, and uh, in his right hand he holds a steaming mug of coffee. A book is tucked up under his right uh 
armpit and in his left hand uh, a wad of uh, poo tickets toilet paper <laughs> oh, oh hope it wasn't interrupting anything there Peldaf oh no nothing just finished, urgent I hope. nothing just, ur- nothing urgent I was only hopeful well <laughs> I'll try not to take too long uh, I, uh, I just wondered if I might trouble you for a moment of your time yes um could you maybe give me 15 minutes uh <laughs> yes you, you have a library or something i might be yes, able to wait in yes would you yes why don't you wait in the library it's off to, off to your left there all right excellent thank you and enjoy your um poopy fun times i don't know how fun it'll be i ate a lot of nachos last night but uh okay. terrible hemorrhoids <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's uh, that's oversharing. I probably asked for it, but uh, I'll just I'll be in the library. So you head into the library. The that you off, head off to the left, and um, this side of the house is mostly converted into a large library, and uh, bookshelves line the walls all the way along. Uh, there's tables dotted around with uh, stacked high with books, uh, and ladders roll down either side of the room along the bookshelves. All right, I might do a really quick investigation check. Hmm, I wonder if that folio might be easy to find. Uh, to see if I can scan the room and find it within a minute or two. Uh, it's dark in there, so um, there's a large window with heavy curtains um, that you can open to help if you want. Uh, yes, I will go over to the the curtains and open them up. Yep, you uh, open them up and it's quite like dusty, uh, dust motes sort of float in the air and uh, light streams through the window and lights up the, uh, the room and there's lots of books. So do a perception check. 16 plus 5, 21. All right, excellent. You can see uh, one of the tables, there's less dust settled on the stacks of books mm-hmm. as if this uh, is where the most active books that he's reading. All right. Okay. Mm, that looks like a good place to start. And, and head over. Investigation. And I will investigate said pile of books. Ooh, two on the dice. Uh, <laughs> that's a two. No, three. Okay, so you um, you sort of look through and there's a lot of different, what seem to be sort of biology books, um, so bestiaries and uh, no, not listings. That. Not that, nope. Uh, but as you're going through, uh, Baldaf comes through the door, um, retying his robe. Um, oh, oh, that was uh, faster than you said you'd be, this, Baldaf. Yes, like I said, disappointing. I wasn't ready. <laughs> well, when you get to your age. Uh, I've got to have another cup of coffee first. That's <laughs> a sip. <laughs> He says uh, as he pours himself another cup of coffee uh, from a French he, press. As he sets the pot down on the uh, on one of the tables, uh, which sloshes with about four more cups of, of strong black coffee, and the smell fills the room. It's not one of those for me, is there? I don't want to impose myself. Oh, yes. Um, clocks! Clocks! You piece of shit kobold, get in here! <laughs> Ah, yes, yes, Master, I am sorry I am late. Fetch, uh, snatch a, a cup, will you? Ah, yes. He runs off and uh, brings back a, another cup for you, a mug, and he shakily pours uh, Does a... Does the mug say world's best servant? <laughs> <laughs> he pours you a mug of hot coffee. It's very, like, heavy, very, um, very strong, but very bitter. Hmm. I slurp at it. Oh, takes some getting used to, but uh, many thanks. Yes, helps the bowels move. Now, but not too drink too much. Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just have a sip and pop it back down on the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Uh, so, Belda, first of all, I think uh, my thanks are in order for helping us through that uh, rather dire time. No, um, well, we were all in it together, you know. Well, uh, I, I'm glad you were there. And as I talk, I'm, I kind of just subtly, but a little like showmanship, you're like, is there a chair that I can sit down on? And yep. I kind of brush the cloak back so that the Thane pin suddenly becomes uh, visible. And I'm like, uh, you, you, you might obviously be aware of some of the troubles around the city. And now uh, the Grey Mage is uh, in for a bit of a rough time coming ahead. And Lady Verisal has asked myself and my companions to take on the role of Thane. And uh, <laughs> believe it or not. Oh, congratulations. I see some people get rewarded for their work, not all build-ups. Well, I, I could put in a good word a now. Big, oh, oh, you're good. Yeah, that I, would I be very try. nice of you. If I you think try. I deserve it, I guess. Well, Dane. look, I, I could absolutely do that favour for you if you could do one for me. What What? What do you want? Well, you snatch? see, she's... I do not need the accolades of the city. As you can see, I am well-to-do. 
All right. Well, just trying to... Real coffee in that pot, Mark. Yeah, it's <laughs> real coffee. Hand milled. Uh, <laughs> I won't get sidetracked there. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I was hoping that maybe you might be able to help me out. Um, the Lady Verisal, she mentioned artefacts under the city, and um, oh, I thought yes. you might be the person to ask. Maybe you might have... A particular book or books? Or you well, I have, have been some doing some research on this. It's hmm. obviously quite interesting to me. You know, um, ever since there was that discovery be beneath the Gilded Phoenix, there was a, a rush of adventurers for a long time. It really made the city much busier, but um, there's been less and less recently. There were a number of finds early on, and then it, it slowed down. But Is that because there were fewer adventurers, or just... Well, fewer that came up? back. Oh, Yes. Sounds dangerous. Yes. Uh, why I've never really ventured down there myself, uh, more of a studying and blowing things up from a distance kind myself. Right, right. Yeah, no, I've seen that. It's quite handy. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so I, I've, I, I have collated the information I've received over the years, bits and pieces, scraps of maps and, and ideas, rumours about uh, where different artefacts may oh, be buried, and, yeah. and notations on some of the parties that disappeared. Oh, really? Collated them into like a, some kind of folio. Yes, a folio. Oh, yes, oh. a nice well, ring ring binder. Would you be at all opposed to me having a look? Canneries at that? and ring binder oh, factories. Yes, yes, yes. Would you be opposed if I had a look? Uh, I, I, I'd be very you know, appreciative. Can't I mean, see any harm in it. No, no. Here you go. Thank you. Peruse away. I have uh, experiments to. Uh, <laughs> he finishes off his cup of coffee. <laughs> experiments to, uh, and you hear his stomach. <laughs> Tend to uh, yes. Right, well you you uh good luck with that. M- mention my name, you'll get a seat. Thank you, and he sort of runs <laughs> but with very short steps out of the room. <laughs> I don't know if I should stay or go now. There's a large folio in front of you to open up and yeah, I'll yeah, have a read through it. Co- collection of information like uh talk of different parties, uh, like rumours that Beldaf heard about uh, where these parties were intending to go under the city and what sort of items they were intending to find. Uh, And a lot of the notes talk about two particular um, artefacts that are told to like two different uh, locations. A lot of the uh, adventuring parties were focusing on below the sort of temple and central district. Um, but a lot of the more lucrative, but a lot of larger numbers of, of uh, lower level items were found in the, the sort of outer districts of the town or underneath those parts of town. Um, it also talks about those two items, one being thought to be directly beneath the citadel um, and one thought to be underneath the temple district. Um, and to the temple district one, this talk of a shield in a number of the mentions. Right, I think this might require some further study. I think I might just scribble Beldaf a note. Um, thanks so much. Uh, I hope your experiments went well. hope you don't mind. Borrowed the folio. It's in good hands. And, like, leave a couple of gold pieces. Uh, you know where to find You know where to find me. Yours truly, faithfully, inevitably, s- sneaky snatch. Awesome. You find this a quill, excellent quality quill and inkwell and, and um, parchment uh, in the library and you write him the note and leave it on the, the stack of books and take the folio. Yep. Are, the, are the gold pieces the administration cost for the library card? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just leave gold pieces. Yeah, I'll leave a couple of gold pieces there. Yeah, okay. Just in case he gets angry. Don't, you, don't, you don't want an angry wizard. Or librarian. Well, that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> and Where, the both, two in one? Yeah. Oh, what's the worst? Uh, Where are you going after that? I, I ooh, um, ooh. Oh, I'll make a stop by Powers to pick up my pants, and I'd also like to buy a health potion, uh, health potions, and some poison along the way. Okay, so you pick up your pants from Paula, and she tries to give you the uh, the eyes again. Hello, um, Paula. Oh, hello. Hello. Hello, my little half Morning. friend. I've got your pants here for you. I was hoping you might. You Lovely go. to see you. She Ooh. holds them up. Uh, as you can see, I've included a leather insert uh, in between the gusset area uh, to. <laughs> Ensure that there's uh, not not any sounds when you're sneaking about. It's a suede leather. Oh, they are a mighty fine yeah. pair of sneaking pants. Thank you, Paula. As you can see, I've put a few pockets in as well. And a lad like you, I thought you might need a hoop uh, in the legs for your daggers. Oh, that's so very kind. I made them for you. Hmm. Thank you. Thank no, no. Thank Have you. Have you got Paola. the rest of the money then? Oh, did I not pay? No. 
Can I roll an insight check to yes, see if she's bluffing can. me? Oh, that's an 18. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you, you pop the extra hoop in and I'm feeling generous. So here you go. Here's the extra gold. Oh, well, you know, I'll give you gold off if you take me out for dinner. Oh, yeah? What kind of cuisine? I know a place that does good cockatrice flaps. Oh, I know a place that does good. The best alcoholic milkshakes in town. Oh, me too. Others. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. Oh, have yeah, you? Barry, yeah. Meet yeah, you there, it's just um, cross the road, isn't it? Yeah. Tomorrow night. It's a day eight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you uh, finish up and head down the street um, and... Uh, in the merchant's quarter, you find a, a shop with a, a sign shaped like a potion out the front of it. Yep. Uh, you head in. It's a large, very clean, uh, very well-kept shop. There's a long bench uh, at the sort of back um, uh, behind which uh, stands a gnome. Um, you can tell she's a gnome by her features, but she's standing up on a um, on a box behind the, the desk underneath this uh uh, uh, they're shelves and it's filled with potions all the walls are filled with potions there's also uh, a number of herbs and ingredients hanging from the roof um, mm-hmm. as you head in and uh, a sick trance beat going on yeah and smoke time. machines <laughs> and lasers. Uh, yeah lasers um, and uh, it's this a very hurt like herbal smell herbal uh, scent uh, it smells like a candle shop <laughs> alright this looks like the place uh, okay, so the gnome that stands behind the uh, counter has uh, purple hair that sits uh, to her shoulders. Um, she wears a uh, brimmed hat, a wizard's hat, and uh, a robe, and she is uh, working uh, mortar and pestle, uh, grinding some ingredients together, and, and she's, you see she's got some stacks of ingredients next to her, and she's intermittently throwing bits in and uh, muttering to herself. Uh, and as you, you walk in, the a bell rings over the door, and she looks up and says, Ah, welcome, welcome, welcome to, the, to my alchemist shop. Oh, thank you very much. Good morning, madam. Uh, what's your name? I am Kyrene. Kyrene. Yes. Oh, pleasure to meet you. Yes. Uh, my name's Snatch. Might have heard of me. Ding. Pull, pull the old pin out. The thane pin. Oh, lovely. Yes, the lovely badge. She seems a little distracted as she's and she's muttering to herself as she throws at, and then she sort of doesn't look up from her work, um, but says to you, "Are you looking for something in particular?" Uh yeah. I I won't take up too much of your time. I can see you're quite busy. I'm looking for uh, potions of healing, and if you ha- you have any for the um the more uh, subtle types, um poison. That's right, I said it. She stops. <laughs> so she stops working the mortar and pestle as soon as you say poison. She looks up. She's like, "Oh no, sir! I don't do any of those sorts." I of was things. just kidding. I wanted to see if you were paying attention. Oh, oh yes. The health uh, potions. Health potions are on the shelf over there. And she goes back to counting, and you see her weighing up parts of the ingredients. And there's all sorts of different like colors, like little mushrooms, and uh, she pulls like uh, leaves off off plants and. Uh, scatters like a silvery dust into the mix and she's uh, grinding the mortar and pestle. Hmm. All right. How much for, for these potions? Uh, the healing are marked at 50 gold each and the greater healing are marked at 100 each. I'll grab three of the uh, the greaters and uh, I'll walk up to her and drop the money on the counter. There you she go, Kyrie. Mindly, uh, you, you see her, she's still working and she's still um, working Pestling. the mortar and pestle. Um, she's pestling every day. I'm pestling, <laughs> pestling, pestling. Um, and she, uh, without looking away, her fingers move over to the coins and she flicks them, um, at counting them while she's concentrating. And you see her mouth move. And she's like, "Yes, good. Yes. Um, anything else I can help you with? What, uh, what are you making there? Uh, I'm making. A, I'm trying a new one. I've not done before. It's a. She doesn't look at you. She continues to focus and uh, little wisps. Of I feel like you're trying to hint that I should steal something out. while she's uh, not looking. Not at all, actually. Uh, how dare you? Um, Very tempted. And uh, she, so she doesn't look at you, but you know that she's aware of her surroundings. You can pick that up. Like she's yeah, counted she's the pretty coins. Onto she it. saw I what gathered you were. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm working on a new uh, recipe: a potion of invisibility. Oh yes, and Snatch just like licks his finger and pops it in the 
thing. Puts a bit in his mouth. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so... Uh, no, not yet! Uh, you pop it in your mouth. Can you make a constitution save? Yes! <laughs> uh, that is a 10. Uh, you fail and you you go blind for <laughs> for the foreseeable future. The <laughs> oh, non-foreseeable. Can't see! And I... Start flailing around the shop and... Okay, you start flailing around. <laughs> I, I can't see. And, uh, my eyes! My eyes! Uh, she, uh, she casts a spell and slumber <laughs> takes you and you collapse onto the floor. And when you wake up a minute later, you're tied on the ground. Um, your vision's still... You're, I'm tied? You're, yeah. I'm tied up? Hog tied. Hog tied. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. And uh, your vision is has still not returned. So what do you do when you wake up? You're hogtied and blind. Oh, shit, I can't see, I can't see. Uh, Kyrene? Kyrene? Hello? Oh, I'm real sorry. Oh, to... no, I'm just messing with oh, you, you oh. silly. Look, I just tied you up now. Uh, sorry about that. Um, just a little nervous about you breaking things in the shop. Oh, look, I'll pay for anything I've broken, I promise. Uh, uh, now, are you okay? Can you see again? I presume that sent you blind. Uh, how many fingers am I holding up? Oh, wait, no, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. not how it also works. your hog tie. Um, now, but if I uh, undo the hog tie, you promise you won't flail around I and promise. things? I promise I will not. Uh, the sound of a dagger cutting through the rope and uh, it snaps and you're able to get them in front of you and All right. undo them. And I hold up two fingers. It was two. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know that, did you? Um, she, you feel her arm around uh, the back of your shoulders and uh, she holds a cup to your lips. She's like, drink, drink from this. All right, I've gone this far. You drink and then you pass out. No, yeah. <laughs> and you time. <laughs> you wake up in a bathtub with no kidney. No, you wake up in the sex dungeon. Um, yes, yes, that's what I was trying to get weird. to. Without all the weird role play first. <laughs> Found an additional dungeon level. Uh, no, the you drink the potion and the, um, the vision begins to return. And she's like, oh, thank goodness. You are obviously no alchemist. Uh, clearly not. No. No. No, but uh, I might have to come back for one of those potions of invisibility. Uh, the same time. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to and then stops himself. Oh, um, learn my lessons. You are always welcome back here. You're a very interesting type. Thanks. Uh, and she chortles and goes back to making a potion. All right, I get the fuck out of there before she remembers I offered to pay. Uh, <laughs> and I'm out the door. <laughs> you did pay. Yeah, but for the any stuff I broke. Ah, it's on you. (laughs) (laughs) I passed the liability threshold. Hey, folks, grab your bags of holding and hang on to your sneaking pants because Dice Paper Roll is coming to you live in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. We've got two shows we're doing, uh, one on Sunday the 15th of April and one a week later on the 22nd of April. They both start at 4pm. It's 20 bucks to get in, $15 for concession. They are one-shot adventures, so you absolutely do not need to know anything about the story. Uh, you can bring your friends along if they've never listened, and if you are overseas and can't make it, don't stress because We'll release it at another date. Find out all our information on dicepaperroll.com or the International Comedy Festival website. Hope to see you there. So, Thandor, you find the chest full of wealth and the hidden message. All right, so Thandor is fucking ropeable. Like, he is so pissed off right now. And he's just, like, stomping around um, Warline Voth's chambers just being like, that, that, oh, no, oh, no, that, he, he did what, that, God, <laughs> oh, Jesus, no, no, it's not right, it's not right, it's not, no, he didn't do that, no, he did, what a, oh, that con. And he reaches down and grabs the chest, like, both handles on each side and just starts to lift and goes and he's like oh wait no that's actually kind of really heavy yeah give me a straight check (laughs) ooh 18 on the die that's uh, 20 altogether. yeah so you 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 lift it but you are actually able to lift it up into like a a deadlift position like what were you intending to do with it Uh, so then he's just like gonna start trying to like waddle 
out the door, like, and just, like, start making his way towards the door. And he's, as soon as he gets to the door, he's just going to be like, Vince! Vince! Vince, come here! Come here now! Hey, man, what? what what's happening? Vince, motherfucker! And then he's just going to tip all the contents of the... Holy shit, the- man! That's a whole lot of gold and platinum and gems! We're going to be fine, man! We're going <laughs> to fly heaps of gear for the lads and everything! Yeah, we are, because look at this shit. This is dirty money. Look at it. Looks pretty clean. Yeah, I, 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 uh, yes, I know. It's been cleaned and stuff, but like, there's little notes with every single one, and it's people have been just buying off the fist. Well, but wait, wait. Should I rephrase that? Sorry. <laughs> um, um, uh, no, I just want to think about it for a minute. We're sell swords, mate. What? That, no, but we, we do want tempers once. No, That's, we don't, man. And what? We don't. Why? It's not a thing. Oh. We've been lied to. He's been fucking with us. It's all lies. That prick, he was... Oh, here, look, yeah, it's the... He was like a father to me. It's the, here's a note from the um, War Axes of Barryville. Um, no, that's a shit name. Uh, the War Axes of... Warrington uh, says thanks for your help with the war uh, fist uh, here's your payment for your fist stuff yeah what's up with that I know it's, it's not, that's it's, really weird man the and then he picks up another one and another one this is terrible but I thought yes I know I know sorry it took I'm, me a while I'm, to get it I'm I'm, I'm, and I'm <laughs> processing it as well okay mate I'm just processing it as well what I want you to do, Vince, is I want you to take all this filthy fucking money, and we're gonna we're gonna buy food. We're gonna we're gonna get weapons. We're gonna get armor, and we're gonna we're gonna arm up this whole town, man. We're we're gonna we should probably invest in some clown noses as well. It's been an idea that's floating around. I don't know about it, but I'm sure that clown. it'll probably have. Sorry, clown noses. <laughs> yeah, you heard me. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Danny. Okay, look, mate, I'm a little bit upset right now. Oh, no, and, it's fine. I and understand. what have I said about calling me Thanny? Oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> you know? It's, sorry. It's Thandor. Thandor. Bloodborne. All Thank right. You. Okay. All right, cool. Why was that again? Oh, sorry. Bad time to ask. Okay, so. <laughs> All right, well, I'll go and get the things then and, and get the lads and um do it get it get all get all of the lads and the ladies everyone who's wanting to fight and get them all armed oh up. yeah there's Take plenty of ladies i just call them the lads too for yeah, habit you know yeah i know well ladies shortened is lads so yeah anyway. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Totally. that's what i meant yeah um all right you do that and i'm i've heard about this um this archer fellow i think i'm gonna try and search him out and Try and get him to help us train up the guard. This um, canny Daryl. Do I remember where it was? That he, he yeah, was in the in the sort of merchant zone. Out. So he um, he like starts scooping up and he calls over a few of the um, other glaives of Tempest and they sort of rush over and he starts giving out orders as you storm off in a different direction, filled with anger of uh, about what you've discovered and um, you tell him that you're heading off to find this canny Daryl and, and uh, so, sorry I'll also just be like Bex come with me boy I'll get Bex to come along with me he was already behind you you just didn't even notice so yeah no <laughs> just so pissed off I like turn around Bex where the fuck are you I'm here sir uh, yes oh, I sorry, I, uh, sorry I, I shouldn't say sir I'm here uh, yeah I, I, I I've been here do you need anything uh, come come with me boy uh, I, I want your opinion. I've heard about a pretty uh, awesome archer, and I know that you're a pretty great archer. So I wanted to hear your opinion about this fellow. Oh, well, thank you, Thandor. No worries, buddy. Oh, yes, I, I'm ready. All right, well, let's hop to it. Ha-ha. Uh, he follows you out, <laughs> and as you storm out, still filled with rage about the situation... Uh, Bex is on your heels and your cloak sort of flaps behind you as um, different members of the Glaive of Tempest sort of race out um, holding clutching bags of um, gems and stuff sent out by Vents to to buy um, the things that you've um, you've told him to collect for the 
the temple um, and sort of cool scene like walk out cloak streaming behind you and they're, they're, they're running out in their tabards with their glaives strapped across their backs um, and you and um, Bex head down the street uh, towards the, the merchant area uh, in the street of coins uh, and uh, you head down uh, you know you know you know the way around the city you I know the street of coins oh, I've you been know. there so many times. <laughs> so yeah, you you head down to the merchants' quarter, and um, you know that there's someone who sells skins. Uh, and as you head down the outside of the oh my god, yes, <laughs> human skins. Uh, the outside of his shop, uh, 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 a bit of a square of fur hangs, flaps uh, in the breeze. It looks like it's getting a little old. The leather's getting a bit uh, worn. It'll need to be replaced soon. Um, but outside, at the front of the store, a half-elf in uh, sort of brown and green leather armor, uh, no cloak or anything. He sits on a, uh, a log uh, at the front of the store, uh, and he is uh, stacking folded leather pelts in a stack. There's a sign. Leather clearance. <laughs> all leather every, must everything go. Must go. <laughs> 50% off everything. <laughs> 50% off all pelts. Thandor, after like marching through the streets, he's kind of worked off a little bit of the frustration. So he's feeling a little bit better. He's feeling a little bit more calmed down and that kind of thing. He's uh, going to turn to the, the guy that's uh, stacking pelts and he's going to be like... Um, um, good, good afternoon, uh, good sir. Do you run this fine establishment? He uh, looks up from the, the pelts and sort of stands up, cricks his back a bit. Uh, he's a sort of, um, he is a middle-aged half-elf. Uh, so he's got a tiny little bit of grey at his temples. His hair's tied back. Uh, he's got a face, a well-weathered face. Uh, and the slight point of his elven ears stick out to either side. Ah, Ah, a thane, and a member of the Fist of Tempest. Well met, you must be an interesting sort, and he holds out his hand for a warrior's handshake. Thandor clasps. Yeah, the wrist, clasp, whatever it is. Forearms yeah. and yeah. shake, he's like, ah, got the arm of an adventurer. Um, likewise? Do I feel... <laughs> yes, I used Ooh, to be nice. an adventurer. Yes, oh, nice, nice forearms, forearms man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do a lot of rock climbing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hold a hammer a lot. I, I need to cut skin off things. That's also good for the forearms. Mm, that's gross. Yes. <laughs> Still well, clasping each other's forearms this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looking just deep into each other's eyes. Ten- tenderly. <laughs> they call me Kenny. Ah, Kenny. Kenny Daryl. Kenny Daryl. Ah, well, then you seem to be the person I'm here to meet. I hear that you're pretty good with bow. Is that true? Best in the Shire. Mm. Well, I don't know if you've got your finger on the pulse. Uh, things have been kind of happening. We're kind of being invaded. Yes, um, I'm getting rid of all my pelts. That's why the clearance sale. I oh, tend of to course. Yes, get yeah. out of here. I hear the road to the south is still safe. Oh, so you're planning on leaving the town? Yes. Well, it's not very safe on the roads, I must say. I've just come back and there is uh, some some heavy shit out there, man. Oh, that sounds like someone like you has come across trouble. That worries me. Yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> it really is. Mm. Um, I think, just throwing it out there, mate, just going to... Uh, just give you an idea. How would you feel about maybe, uh, you know, training up some people um, with the bow? Um, well, actually, you know what? I don't really know if you are good with the bow. I've only heard things. So, yeah, actually, he just y- turns you know what? Don't, don't worry back. about it. Yeah, yeah. I might so- just... Sorry for bothering you, mate. Sorry, uh, no worries. Thandor negs the fucking... He turns around <laughs> and walks back into the, um, the shop. Do you stand there, or are you going to walk away, or I'm I'm feigning walking away. Yeah, like, you're feigning I'm, walking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I still have every intention of sticking around, but I'm like, oh yeah, no, no worries. Uh, as you start to walk away, an arrow flies over and hits into the the top of um, your glaive, um, and it hits it perfectly so that it la- like it hits and then just curls over the top of the blade and it falls down in front of you, and you catch it in your hand. And then as you sort of turn around um, with the arrow in just, your hand. Just just firstly, before I turn around, I'm going to be like, 
oh shit <laughs> and then I'll turn around <laughs> awesome as you turn around another arrow flies through and clips the head of the arrow um, off in your hand uh, and the arrow flies past and thunks into a building across the street he lowers his bow um yeah uh, I, I guess I, I guess what they say is true mm, yeah there you go you proved proved me wrong buddy he walks yeah. over with a, a belly laugh <laughs> no, that's Alan. Uh, <laughs> he walks over with a belly laugh and, and uh, claps you on the back. He's like, well, adventurers like us should stick together. You know why I used to be an adventurer? Oh, were you now? Yes, I used to hunt artifacts under the city. Oh, yes. really? You were one of the... Well, I got up, caught up in the trend, you know. Yes, I heard there was quite a few. You know, I grew up outside the city and I've been here for a while. And when, the, when it came through, I... I jumped on that train. Why am I fucking A-Lad all the time? They have trains in favor. I, I jumped I on that truck. <laughs> Trucks? <laughs> Wagon. Wagon. <laughs> did I, you find, a, you, did you find you... anything of interest? Well, only this bow. And he holds up um, the bow he's, he's got, and it's a silver, dull, mithril color in the center, and then black uh, sort of other bow bits stick out the end. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's it. It's a fucking um, tapestry of words here. DPR. If you're an archer and you know the correct terms for bow bits, please. If you're a bowyer, get in touch. A yeoman. Bowyer. Um, Thandor is going to turn to Bex and just be like, what do you think, boy? I think he's all right. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't really asking. It was more rhetorical. Oh, right. <laughs> I get it. It's the stay silent uh, kind of time. Uh, okay. No, I'm, I'm only messing. I, your opinion matters to me. Sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm really bad at this whole mentorship. Um, he's sort of every time you talk, he sort of scribbles in a little notebook that he's got, uh, and then he's like drawing, like while he's standing there, he's drawing like little pictures of you and him standing next to each other. And then as you walk, he Bex. yeah, Bex, uh, he not fo- he, he follows you and imitates like your your, your uh, stride and stuff. So yeah, uh, Kenny said, "Look, I'll I'll help you. I'll, I'll help you train. I guess if it's too dangerous for me to leave, and you know, did I tell you I used to be an adventurer? You did. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I used to hunt artifacts under the city until I took a head wound. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> He's an amnesiac. Oh, oh, Would you did like you? to go for a beer? <laughs> um, Would you like to buy my pelts? Uh, They're half price. uh, No, I'm not not after a pelt. Um, But hey, a beer sounds great. First round's on me. Sounds good. You walk off down the street. Did I ever tell you I'm an adventurer? (laughs) um, No, you didn't. But please tell me again. So, Brackei, you finish up at Fernance. What's your plan? Brackeye looks at the western gate and, hmm, that's not going to hold anything. And starts picking up the stones that are beside the gate and starts to order them and then pull away the ones that are like really out on the gate and the wall and, and start to order them. Yeah, so the ones um, that are damaged in the gate are up near the, the top um, of the gate. So it's, it's 20 feet tall and uh, you clamber up onto the wall and begin to fit the stones in place and as you're working away on the wall um, you see a group of workers sort of coming past uh, three or four of them Um, they carry buckets and ladders and um, uh, one of the buckets you notice is filled with uh, like a cement mixture like a lime uh, cement used to fix stonework Uh, and as they look up and see you doing the work on the wall they nudge each other and their voices drift up to you uh, up on top of the wall it's like that's that that's that hero, the, the Brackeye. We bought him beers the other night at the pub. Is he fixing the wall? You can't do that alone. Well, we better help him then. Uh, and they clamber up the wall behind you and, and just come and start working alongside you. And soon uh, more and more people build, um, assisting you to, to fix the, the gate over the wall. And the- I think Brackeye goes to get more, like, um, when we're running out of stone and stuff, he... Anyone need, need some help is to come get some more stone. I'll go get a wagon. Oh, I, I'll help. I, I've got a wagon, actually. I'll, I'll go and grab it, and I'll be back in, in about ten. 
Uh, so one of the workers runs off and, and wheels this wagon out and it's filled with straw and uh, it's obviously a bit disused, a bit of a wobbly um, wheel and no horse, he's just pulling it himself. <laughs> I suppose beggars can't be choosers, that'll do. <laughs> so you and the workers work together to carry this wagon and you're leading the way as, as it happens and um, you lead them up to uh, the temple district, which you'd pass by and uh, you know nearby there's a large ruin where you'll be able to get some stone. Um, and as you come back, more and more people have joined in this effort to start. And this whispering, um, you know, the, the goblins are coming. We have to do something. And people seem to have more of a glint of, of hope in their eye with something to do. Uh, and a few of the citizens are sort of directing people around. And as you approach uh, with the wagon full of stone, there's a very well-dressed uh, gentleman. He's got a um, like a striped tunic that he wears with a, a frill uh, neck. He has a, a neatly trimmed red beard and uh, auburn hair, which is shorn at the same length as his beard. Ah, I don't don't know anything about. Do you know much about walls? I know we'll need one. Yes, it seems I, I, I you know, I, I, I built a few buildings in my time, and looking at that, I'd, I'd say that. Uh, Grab this sort of... then, and he throws him like a big lo- a big stone, like a fairly big <laughs> bit of rock. <laughs> Just crush him to death. You throw the rock at him, and he abs- he wasn't expecting it. It hits him full in the chest and knocks the wind right out of him. He's just <laughs> more than one way to build a wall. It hits him in the chest. He spews carrots and falls backwards. <laughs> Continue loading up the um, the wagon. Yeah, as you're loading, unloading the wagon, you get a chain going, and he sort of the hand like slaps up onto the wagon next to you. <laughs> he like drags himself up. Oh, oh. It was nice. No need to throw the stone. Pass it over here, then. Oh, ah, yeah. um. Look, maybe we, we I should have introduced myself. Uh, Lucas. Lucas Lasadovich. Breko... People l- call me Panto. Panto. Mm. Yes. Breko leans down. I tell a good tale, and I'm rich. Breko leans down and picks up the um, the stone that he had directed someone else to pick up and, like, drops it on his outstretched hand. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, no, it doesn't drop it on his ass. You hear the crunch he, no, of breaking no, bone no, in his forearm. No, 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 <laughs> and he this clutches. This what you get his... if you become a Patreon subscriber, <laughs> folks. You hear the snap of bone. He clutches his flopping fucking wrist to his chest. Oh, please. <laughs> okay, you, you, he pulls his hand out of the way he's like, and steps back and um, dust flies out. He's like, okay, look, I'll, I'll help. Fine. I just think you need to replace the whole arch. It's not going to be strong enough to hold. Tell them then. And Breko like, points his thumb in the direction of those who are like currently working on the, um, on and the archway. He starts to... He's like, what? Uh, oh, I guess that... Yes, that's a really good point. Uh, he turns around and um, starts working with the townsfolk and they sort of change direction rather than mortaring up the cracks and stuff. Breko um, watches what he's doing to see how he's doing it and, and so how it's better. Yeah, so he starts to direct the teams to actually remove the mortar from around those stones um, and uh, he calls over uh, one of his uh, workers who's standing nearby. Um, this is like actually like a, a servant to him. They wear livery, which is sort of a, a drab grey, but over the, the breast it has a shield with the same colouring as the clothing that uh, Lucas is wearing. Uh, and uh, they run off and come back uh, shortly after with a, a cart, a horse-drawn cart, uh, filled with wood. And Lasanovich starts directing people around and a scaffold begins to, to form up around the gate. He's like, uh, you've started something here. I, I like you, uh, Thandor, even though you almost broke my arm twice. Uh, it's actually Brackeye. Thandor's oh, the other one. I like you. Uh, what? What's your face? Uh, oh, you're Brackeye, right. Uh, uh, yes, well, um, yes, we need to remove all the stones over the, the arch. Uh, Fair enough. Why do they call you Panto, Panto? Uh, because I tell a good tale. And I sound like a lad again. Because I tell a good tale. Right. I sound like a lad again. <laughs> <laughs> say, still sound like a lad. And you're a merchant or something, are you? You know, I have interest in, in a few um, 
things. What kinds of things? What the kind tannery, of... the cannery, uh, the slaughterhouse. The Goat Ball League. The Goat Ball League. The local Goat Ball League. No, not the Goat Ball League. <laughs> You've heard uh, of Goat Ball? Oh, who hasn't heard of Goat Ball? I mean, it's a it's a wonderful sport. I, li- I really like sport. Really like sport, huh? I didn't know they played Goat Ball this far south. Oh, well, uh, you know, I've seen it in my travels. I'm Being a merchant, I've been around a fair bit and... Uh, and you know, sampled wares from all nearby towns up into the mountains, and I've met the Go- uh, the Goliath tribes and seen their their goat ball. It's a good good game. Prefer a bit of soccer myself, but <laughs> I tell you, if you saw the hacky sack, <laughs> if you saw the fighting Goliath league, you would change your tune. Something else. You can hear it from miles around. Oh, sounds like an uplifting sort of thing. Yeah. So are you a Thane? I haven't seen one of those badges in ages. Oh, yeah. That's new. Yeah. That Lady V must be desperate. Desperate? What do you mean? Well, the coming horde. And there are reasons to be desperate, I suppose. Absolutely. I mean, she's only got Phil to help her. Glad there's somebody helpful. Phil. That guy's always weirded me out. Has <laughs> <laughs> he gotten bigger? Yes. He's gotten much bigger. Yeah. In like four days. I heard, a, I heard a whisper that he used some dire bear growth hormones. Dire bear growth hormones? Mm. He can get them in town. Is that right? There's a guy. There's a guy. I know a guy. I know a lot of things. I'm a good person to be a friend with. Right, right, right. Not throw rocks at. Just say. <laughs> Just saying there are two ways to help. You chose the wrong way. <laughs> By telling you what to do. That's right. No, actually, that's a really good point again. I'll give you that one. Well, thanks for your help now. You should be nicer to people. Oh, I'm doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a good point. Mm. Uh, and you work away through the day together, and he sort of directs you, and uh, his servant brings a, a standing desk and some paper and quills, and he sketches out for you and shows you what his intentions are to remove the, the blocks from above. Um, and replace them with whole ones or find larger stones to, to replace because the, the cracked stones don't have the same strength even if you uh, just mortar them up. Brackard goes at it and works as hard as he can. Yeah, great. So you continue to work through the day on the, the wall at, um, at Lucas's direction and um, he seems to know what he's talking about and uh, everyone works with you and you see a lot of clearer eyes around and um, soon people are bringing flagons of, of water and uh, watered down wine and um, sandwiches uh, for everyone to eat. Um, Subway. <laughs> labyrinth. Sort of labyrinth. Yeah. Everyone gets a yeah, labyrinth right. foot log. Eat fresh. Um, <laughs> Diabol meatball so. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Phil's been eating a heap yeah. of. Um, and yeah, you continue to work on the wall. You spend the day and, and uh, uplift the people around you. Uh, so as it comes to evening, uh, you all finish up your your work. Uh, Ariki's, you're still telling your tale in the the tavern. Yeah, um, but you're coming closer to to the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, to now. Uh, so what's everyone doing for the evening? Are you all just having a beer? You're about well, to. Uh, where, I'm, I'm which... having a beer with um, Kenny. Yeah, so Thanny and Kenny having a beer. Where are you guys going? Yeah, Brecker when he finishes up, when it gets too dark to be working on the wall anymore, he goes to the pub as well. All right, so uh, Liso uh, says, come to the Gilded Phoenix. I'll buy you a pint for your day's work. Good pub, the Gilded Phoenix. Fuck, I've got to stop doing Alan's voice. Well, Alan is you. Shit. <laughs> Fatal error. I hate it when he's right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Damn it. Everyone's so right today. Uh, yeah, let me buy you a pint. <laughs> let me buy you a fucking pint cut. Oh, the Gilded Phoenix. Let's go to the Gilded Phoenix. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Pints for only, everyone. All on... Panto. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Everyone who works. I guess I can afford it. Yeah. Everyone's like, hey! hey! And uh, you all tramp up to the um, the Gilded Phoenix and uh, you and uh, Thanny and Canny uh, and followed by Bex uh, coming the other way and you see this horde of workers, uh, dirty and dusty, mm. walking behind a um, well-dressed uh, gentleman and uh, Brackeye. Yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sneak a beer for... Bex as well. And oh. buy him a beer. Yeah, it's, nobody cares. It's, yeah. 
but that's nice. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, no oh, yeah, legal there's no legal age in, there. Yeah. Yeah. in yeah. grey mead. Bex buys you a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snatch has been. Uh, Snatch actually crawled up onto a, a roof and found himself a little shady nook somewhere out of the way to peruse some of the folio. Um, but it's probably not far away from the Gilded Phoenix. And when he looks up after he's, he falls asleep for a little while, and when he wakes up, he sees all that commotion happening. He goes, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, I'm a bit thirsty. Awesome, you scamper down. Hides all the things away and, like, the papers and tucks them away and puts them in his rucksack and stuff. And Like a true like a true halfling, your pinty sense is tingling <laughs> and uh, you can feel a pint being consumed somewhere where you're not... Uh... Ooh, it's a levensies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you head down um, to the pub as well uh, and you come across the crowd at the Gilded Phoenix that spill out into the road. Uh, and as you sort of work your way forward as people in front of you and the crowd realise who you are, they, they let you through and um, you come to the front of the crowd and Ariki is telling her tale. All right. So um, I come to the end of a song about that one about the three kids who went to the, <laughs> to the, <laughs> to the um, forest. forest and all ended up dead through I that one. Yeah. And then as that one's coming to a close, I... I transition it through to a, a new song, and it's it's, it's slightly darker, and uh, which is hard to believe given the previous <laughs> one. But the music is dark, and um, but it's it's like there's a tale of a shield, a shield of power to protect the city in its darkest hour, despite countless searches deep underground. This mysterious artifact has never been found. But whispers and tales won't help you find what lies already within your own mind. So quiet your fears. Have faith, Greymead. Your strength and your courage is the one shield you'll need. The shield is you. And the crowd erupts in. <laughs> the- yeah! yeah, throw up the horns. Yeah, you are the shield. Both the shield. You're the shield. I'm and a shield, and you're a shield. Oh, you just yeah. here in the front row. But there's a shield inside me. <laughs> Shut up, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I, with that, I slowly ease the music out and like motion to the other bud that was playing at the three sirens or whatever it is. You can take over for a bit. I've got to have a break. She's clapping uh, uproariously and she... I Well, I do happen to have my drums here. Uh, <laughs> she picks up the drums and starts off a wicked drum solo. And that's where we'll end today's game. That was episode number 29 of Dice Paper Roll. Our heroes get busy and then go for a drink. What will happen next? Find out next week on another episode of Dice Paper Roll. Thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Dice Paper Roll. We really appreciate your support. You can get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Dice Paper Roll. We always appreciate when you like, share, and engage with us. And uh, if you have any questions, as always, feel free to drop us a line at Dice Paper Roll on Twitter is the best way to get in touch. So uh, we've received a comment here, fellas. Um, I'll just, I think I'll just read it out. It says, Dear Broadcaster, Upon listening to your program on the 24th of September 2017, I couldn't help but notice that the hour-long domestic special had a duration of 63 minutes and 58 seconds, which I'm sure you'll be embarrassed to realise is a full 3 minutes and 58 seconds beyond the advertised 60. I have enclosed 73 cents as compensation for the additional 238 seconds of broadcast. Yours most sincerely, Austin Austin, Memphis, Tennessee. Wow, that's pretty generous. Thanks, Austin. Yeah, wow. Thanks, Austin. Okay, I mean, a bit extra for us giving a bit extra. Yeah. If you want to support Dice Paper Roll, visit us on Patreon, and you can subscribe and get access to heaps of additional content, all from as low as a dollar a month. Yeah. Woo.
Absolutely. If you've got high-resolution images of Jack's artwork, there's also longer-length process videos. But what we haven't mentioned before on those as well is that they are underscored by Emil's awesome music without us talking over the top of it. So uh, jump on there, check it out. It's patreon.com forward slash Dice Paper Roll. Hey, if you have a question for Dice Paper Roll, send us a tweet. At Dice Paper Roll on Twitter. I, I noticed you had a few new NPCs in today's episode, Greg. Uh, yeah, look, a few of the NPCs have been named after people who've been engaging with us uh, on social media. Uh, and um, throughout the life of the podcast, these people have been really big supporters of what we do. And I guess a little nod to them. So, yeah, if you want to get in touch with us uh, or leave a review and a rating through whatever medium you get your podcast, uh, we'd really appreciate that. And it might mean that your name gets included in a game in the future. Thanks. Thank you. Rekha leans down and picks up the um, the stone that he had directed someone else to pick up and, like, drops it on his outstretched hand. <laughs> no, uh, no, it doesn't drop it on his outstretched hand. You hear the crunch he, of breaking <laughs> bone in his forearm. Uh, <laughs> and he this is what you his... get if you become a Patreon subscriber, <laughs> folks. <laughs> you hear the snap of bone, he clutches his flopping fucking wrist to his chest. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> 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 <laughs>